Hey listeners, welcome to Berlin 26.2 podcast. I'm excited to bring in the latest story um, of Andrew Ray Dimidov um, into this podcast. Andrew is an Andorran citizen uh, who is based in Madrid, Spain, and then shares his incredible journey in this podcast, how he started in alpine skiing, then moved into being a professional triathlete, and then eventually transitioning into um, long distance running. Um, and then he deep dive into each part of his story um, with, you know, sharing his key learnings along the way. Um, his humbleness and his attitude of gratitude will definitely inspire you um, from his story. Um, I'll really not be surprised if part of the story actually brings some tears in your eyes, especially um, when he shares how running actually make him feel happy. And also the part where he shares how his teenage son almost ran 30 to 35 kilometers, part of the Berlin Marathon this year to support and cheer for his dad. Um, it's a must listen and enjoy the story. Let's dive in. Welcome Andrew to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you here. Um, let's start with uh, quickly sharing your background then. Yeah, well, um, let's say on, on my professional background, I'm now working for, a. am the president of an NGO that uh, tries to transform schools into places where kids uh, learn how to live healthy by the experience living uh, being, being there. And everything at the school, we try to change and transform the whole school into a place where kids uh, will be more active during the day, will have all, always healthy nutrition uh, uh, options, and as well, we'll learn about and we'll have homeworks like be a healthy leisure. Uh, this is more or less my my background. I'm living with uh, at home with my wife, my dog. There is always or most most of the time he's uh, training with me. He's coming there for a run every day in the in the morning. And our four kids that well, our kids are uh, quite uh, grown in this moment. Grown up, uh, one is twenty one, the, the the other is 19, 16, and the smallest is ten years old. The sixteen and the ten years old are are also very passionate about uh, running. They are going to athletics uh, activities, and well, the third one is uh, is a really quick runner, not like me that I'm becoming a, a little old. <laughs> so you have a busy household for sure, then. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you, if you really want, you always uh, find a slot for going for a for a run. <clears throat> Sorry, in my case, I prefer going to run in the morning. So all the whole day is much better because the important part of the day is done at the, at the very early morning. Yep. Check off. Like if you have the feeling of accomplishment that you accomplish something and that keeps you go through the day uh, for sure. And where are you based at, Andrew? I'm based in this moment, based in this moment in, in Madrid. I've been living, I was born in Barcelona. I'm an Andorran citizen. And maybe I am the one of the few Andorrans marathoners that are 
covering in this moment the, the major marathons. If I'm not wrong, I think when I complete the six stars, hopefully this, uh, well, next year in, in New York, I'll, I will become the third underrun the history to cover the six uh, major marathons. Wow, that would be pretty amazing accomplishment. Um, I'm looking forward to it and share for you that you are able to do that and be the first one from Andorra to do that. Awesome. Um, so it looks like you're already chasing world majors and you ran Berlin this year. <clears throat> yes, well, Berlin, Berlin was my third major. I think it was planned to be my third, um, no, yes, it was planned to be my third ma uh, major, but everything started, well, I was running marathons uh, before. Mm -hmm. uh, I have been running marathons since 2012. And, but, uh, well, uh, at the beginning I was running marathons uh, all over Spain because we're close to home and it was, uh, uh, let's say, funny enough, but uh, I had uh, some friends that were running or involved in some major marathons and they convinced me, well, tell me, you, you have to try this because it's completely different uh, from running a, let's say, a standard marathon. And, and, and it really is. Uh, and it started, uh, yeah, it was a year, 2018, I decided to to try going to Boston. I, I got the the, the qualifier the qualifying time awesome. uh, to yeah to go to Boston 2020. But then it happened well to all over the world. We had the COVID time, and uh, Boston was uh, first of all. Uh, we had the. The, the notice that it was, it was going to be held in the month of September, then it was not in the month of September or October. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we had the opportunity of running Boston virtually. And I have my medal of completing Boston virtually. I was running, I, I made a circuit uh, uh, starting at home and finishing at home. I decided with some friends to be there and there to cheering me. It's, it's not the same like uh, like running a a, a, a a standard marathon, let's say. Yeah, it's yeah. even it's something completely different. That because you're running a marathon just by yourself, and mm -hmm. if you get the chance to have some friends that are going with you for some kilometers, it's it's okay. But it, you're you're never you're never the, uh, feeling like the same like a marathon, and. And when marathon, uh, Boston was postponed, Chicago also that I got the qualifier time, qualifying time for uh, for Chicago. That was my second planned marathon for for the 2020. Mm -hmm. And and when it really started, because the 2021 we were not allowed to go to United States, the Europeans to run in your in your marathons because of the COVID restrictions, mm -hmm. and. And everything started with the major marathons in the London Marathon in 22. I ran, I ran London, and then the week after, I went into into Chicago. Uh, London was a great experience. Chicago was, for me, incredible. I have never been in such a marathon. It was amazing. Everybody cheering you. Medal Monday was something completely unexpected. Yeah. Uh, and how everybody in the city is cheering you before the marathon, during the marathon, and after the marathon is something that uh, I yeah. think is, uh, well, for me, it was a, an experience, uh, I think the best experience in my life uh, running a marathon. And then I had the option to go to Berlin. And, awesome. And, and because it was going to be my third start. And, and Berlin, 
really uh, fulfill all my uh, my expectations. Uh, it's, uh, it's a nice marathon, really well organized. I think everything is well managed by the side of the organization. Volunteers are um, lovely. Mm -hmm. uh, the, all the bands that are playing around all the circuit of the marathon are also pushing you to the finish line. Right. And, and, and I think that uh, also something that it was really nice for me from a Berlin marathon, comparing, for example, with London marathon, that you feel completely free when you're running. You see that people, sometimes they are allowed to cross or allowed to come near the, the runner. In London, everything is, uh, you know, you have walls all over. And uh, so you're running in a, uh, you, you're passing the marathon and people are not allowed even to uh, to touch or to, uh, or to get to you. And in Berlin, you feel that you're running more freely. But uh, uh, let's say that all major marathons that I've been through in this moment are three of them are something incredible and completely different of uh, of the the standard marathons. Even the well, we we knew each other. We met in the Facebook group. Even mm -hmm. the Facebook group is uh, something incredible. People sharing their their thoughts, their even the well, uh, their experiences on on running this uh, this marathon that helps helps you uh, a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, and 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 also after the Berlin marathon, we are still posting on the on the group and sharing some right. pictures uh, with our with our medals, uh, where the medals are going. Yes. And, and I forgot about uh, Berlin Marathon, the Mexican runners and the Mexican delegation. It was something incredible. <laughs> I think uh, yes. all, all, all of us saw the, the Mexican, uh, the, well, the, there was uh, a place, I, I, I don't know what, uh, <clears throat> what, what, uh, what, what it was, if, if it was at the kilometer of 33 or 34 or 35 or 28, but uh, suddenly you, you got into a, I don't know if it were hundreds or thousands of Mexicans cheering you, saying, come on, Mexico, come on, Mexico. And, and even when you, you're, you're not from Mexico, you felt like, uh, you know, a boost of energy. Yeah. And uh, vamos, Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> and you understand Spanish too, being from Madrid, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Looks like you definitely enjoyed the the things on the course, which is a lot, like every corner, there's something going on, the performance or somebody sharing or a group sharing for their, uh, it's worth like it. I think that's why I say, you know, you, you may have goals, but it's important that we enjoy the journey because as you said, each measure is an experience in itself. And it, it's more fun if you're enjoying the experience along the way as you're chasing your goals. That's awesome. That's great to know. Um, so let's go back. So this is your third measure you completed. It looks like you're doing Boston next year, right? 2024. Yes, um, 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 first, I have to go to Tokyo because I was oh, yes, quite lucky yeah, of, of having a having a slot for for Tokyo. Uh -huh. And uh, you know, I've been running with the Tokyo Marathon Foundation is uh, organizing virtual challenges that uh, each time you get in, involved in a, in a challenge like this, you, you have the option of going to a lottery 
or 50 or 100 places for the entries for the for the marathon and mm -hmm. i got one uh running i think it was the the, the virtual tokyo marathon yes because i was involved also in the half marathon in the 10 kilometers uh, i was trying to push uh, uh to push and, and get a place uh, with with all the lotteries uh, that uh, that were were available mm -hmm. before going to the to the last lottery that is the official lottery for having a a slot for 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 the Tokyo Marathon, and I got it. So I and it was in the I think it was in the month of April or May. I got the the email from the uh, from the <clears throat> Tokyo Marathon Foundation, and I I was hardly not well. I, I, it it was some, something so amazing to get this email that you say this is not true this is not happening to me to get, uh, <laughs> yeah. because, you know, uh, Tokyo Marathon is something like uh, for many runners completing the sixth uh, the six major measures it used to be the last one because it's so hard to get a place to go to, <laughs> to Tokyo, Tokyo. Yes. and I say okay I, I, I'm really lucky I got the, uh, the opportunity to go to, to Tokyo immediately I, I go to to buy the tickets to to book the the hotel, and in the month of March I'm uh, March I'm going to Tokyo, and then I've got uh, qualification time for for Boston, and I'll be I'll, I'll be running in Boston in April. It's I think it's about uh, five weeks after after right. Tokyo Marathon. Yeah, that so will yeah. be my fifth start, and the only left will be New York. Oh, great. Wow, so you are on pretty much wrapping up uh, six measures by next year if everything goes as planned, which is awesome. Um, so let's go back. So you, st you say that you're started to run marathons around 2012, so it's more, a little over 10 years. Did you just started to run long distance like, like, like that or there was a journey towards getting into long distance running? Yeah, well, in my life it's... Uh... Sport has been always present in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're a kid, you start doing many sports, even sailing, uh, judo, or or you you go to run. You also play soccer, uh, and and when I started to let's say to to concentrate in one sport, it was uh, on alpine skiing, and I was uh, an alpine ski racer until I was, yeah, 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. And then I just, I decided to stop racing for becoming a professional coach on, on, on ski. And I was at the end of my career, I was involved with a junior national team of Andorra. Oh, okay. And, and then I was also, and later on, I was involved like a uh, coach, uh, uh, ski coach for the, for the Olympic team of Andorra with the nice. Albert Bill, Olymp Albert, Albert Bill Olympics. It's, uh, it was in the 1992. But, uh, well, I stopped uh, skiing and, you know, I started to well, just uh, to have fun doing uh, different sports. And suddenly a magazine about triathlon went into okay. me. And say, oh, that's uh, that's quite interesting because I was swimming when I was a kid, so I know how to swim. It's a question uh -huh. about training. Uh -huh. uh, I've been running all my life because uh, you always use running for for training, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And cycling, we used very much cycling for the for the ski also because it was uh, very convenient for the for the skiers. So I said, let's uh, let's try it about about this. And with some friends, we started. We well, we founded a club, and then we founded the Andorran Federation for for triathlon. We went into some European championships, into a world championship about long distance uh, triathlon, and and suddenly my my life when I was uh, yeah 28 years old, turning to becoming a triathlon athlete, uh, a triathlete. So and and I competed there since uh, 2002. Or to, no, two thousand three, mm -hmm. when when I when we started to have kids, and it was too hard to train that much time, and then uh, also working, uh, also trying to be with your kids, and mm -hmm. it, it was too complicated. So I decided to quit the the triathlon racing, and and go into sports for fun. But uh, you know, when you go only for fun without objectives, you have the risk of having one day that you decide not to go for training. The second day you decide that it's raining, so better you stay at home. And you you need to have some objectives in uh, in your life. Right. And well, first I was uh, having some cycling uh, competitions and and suddenly I, I decided that cycling was taking too much time for me and also was not uh, the best sport and I started running again not at mm -hmm. the same level that I was uh, I was running when I was a triathlete and now I, I really enjoy every time I'm going for a run running is like uh, the best part of the day because you wake up and you go to the mountain and you have a run with your dog even when you fix some objectives that are, that are really important because if you don't have those objectives in your life maybe you're not uh, you stop doing sports like I, like I mentioned and mm -hmm. and but it's it was uh, I started you know running again in the 2009, uh, running only 10 kilometers races. Then I went into half marathons. And in 2012, I decided to go into the first marathon that was in, in Madrid, or closest, uh, closest to home. And it was uh, a nice experience, hard, hard mm -hmm. because uh, even when you have been doing some other sports, right. you get into a marathon and it's quite, uh, it's a quite uh, experience, quite hard experience, but you know, it's so satisfying that uh, once you get um, uh, you get into a marathon, mm -hmm. if you're prepared enough for running it, that means that you have been doing your training, so you enjoy the, the race, mm -hmm. uh, immediately you decide to, uh, let's see, I run, uh, well, there's another marathon that I, I could go and 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 have the same experience, the, the same satisfaction I am I'm, I'm feeling, and and then you get into another, into another, and then you learn about the the there's there is there is something amazing that, uh, that is called the uh, six major marathons, mm -hmm. and your friends tell tell you and push you to 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 to, to have this experience, and, and 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 you know now nowadays I'm. Well, and, and even now, after COVID, I'm not running as fast as I, I, I did in the past uh, in marathons. I was running three hours 10, three hours 15, five marathons a year. 
now I suffered a few injuries as well. I'm getting older. Maybe in five years, I'm, I'm let's say, much slower. I'm running marathons in three hours and 30 minutes. I think I can, I can also go back to, to faster times. But I'm really not uh, worried about, uh, about this because it's not about the time. It's about the satisfaction. It's about the happiness. It's about... Uh, uh, I have the pictures from Berlin and I see my face at the finish line, mm-hmm. so happy, so satisfied with mm-hmm. my with, with my third kid that came with me to 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 cheer me, to support me mm-hmm. uh, during the marathon and was running from one point to another, oh, uh, nice. telling me, come on, come on, daddy, you're doing it uh, incredibly well. Uh, you're the best dad in the world, you know, and and, and it's uh, something something incredible when you get to the finish line and you have a hug with uh, with him and uh, say it's uh, it's amazing. It's the the best sensation you can ever have in uh, in, in in your life. Well, or uh, for me, it's uh, it's like this. You know, it's something incredible that uh, you you get in your memories for all your life. It is so true. I, I'm really moved with your story, Andrew. And you are absolutely right. Like one of the biggest things for any race that I participate, I have a 10 year old son um, that I look forward to is uh, at the finish line, he'll come running and give me a hug, right? And you can't express that in words, like the feeling of it um, is just unexplainable. But it's amazing to hear your story I want to unpack a little bit about your Olympic coaching because um, dealing with Olympic athletes and even coaching as such, it's a different level game compared to like any level of sports you play because it teaches you the rigor, the discipline, that the the practice and, and consistency that you have to build up. It's, it's like not seen in any other sport and there are sure other sports, but Olympic is in a different level altogether. Share a little bit more about how was it, uh, either the coaching or participating in Olympics, um, you know, the, the teams. You said Alpine skiing, right? Yeah. Well, I think that uh, well, in different sports, the, the, the different sports the experiences is different, and also mm-hmm. in different kind of countries with different dimensions of uh, of teams is not the same. The Andorran team that we had uh, six skiers, mm-hmm. then for example, compared with the Austrian team. Austrian Alpine team, Alpine, uh, Alpine skiing team, or the Swiss team that are really strong teams with uh, maybe we have 50, 50 really good and strong skiers. But mm-hmm. well, the, uh, I will tell you that we, we, we were in a smaller dimension. We were two coaches with, uh, with six uh, guys that were between, yes, 60, 17, and maybe 22 or 23. Uh, but what is uh, something uh, really incredible, and it was the most important part of the experience in my life with, uh, with them, is that we were traveling around in different places, in different cities uh, in, in Europe, in, well, in different ski areas in, in Europe and villages, more, more than cities. <clears throat> and we were all the time together. That means that we were, we were having a, a, a van and the van was uh, was uh, all occupied by two coaches and, and four kids that were uh, all the time together. Mm-hmm. We were also sharing rooms and we were having all the time together. That means that from the very beginning in the month of November until the month of April, we were 
like a family. And mm -hmm. we were not only sharing and thinking and talking about skiing, that was the, let's say, the main topic uh, that we had doing all the time, mm -hmm. and also about the ups and downs, about the performance of, of uh, each racer, mm -hmm. but also about someone that was playing the guitar, the other one that was that was uh, studying uh, laws in this in this moment at the university and was uh, also, you know, sometimes uh, thinking, oh, I, I'm gonna, I, I, am I going to pass the next exam or not? Because I'm concentrating on only on skiing and training and have uh, that little time for for studying. And but uh, when you are involved with a with a national team with an Olymp Olympic team, it's all about performance. That means that uh, it's skiing in the morning. Then we're going to the to the hotel, having some stretching. Then we are training. Maybe we are running for a while to have the also to to make some kind of sport that is different, like uh, than, than than skiing. And everything is around around the performance that it's uh, also hard for them because uh, uh, having only one topic in your life is uh, is really stressing and when when things are are going well or quite well mm -hmm. then you're satisfied but when you, when the results are not coming out or you're decreasing your your performance then it's uh, it's quite difficult to take them out of the hole and telling them, okay, uh, try to uh, reset your mind to and to think about some other things and try not to, maybe you're pushing too much yourself psychologically and that's why you're not competing at the best level. Mm -hmm. And because the many times the, the, is not the shape, it's not the, the their fitness, it's about uh, the psychological moment in their life that they are that is against the the, the best results they can get in this in this moment. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will I will highlight uh, for sure the you know the good um, uh, environment we had with them, all this human relationship we have uh, we have with them that uh, made us feel uh, feel like a like a family uh, traveling together all around Europe uh, at the World Cup circuit and also the European uh, Cup circuit uh, for for ski and made us uh, really strong friends at the end even mm -hmm. when you're not at the same level the races and the coaches because uh, you have to your role is not being their friends but uh, it's like it's more being like they're like a parent for, for them in the, in in some moments but also to, uh, being open that uh, they can always come to you with their problems with their mental problems or with mm -hmm. their concerns about the life or even some more things about girls or about uh, studies or other things. Wow. And you're in your 20s, right? When you're coaching, you said? Yeah. So yeah. you're probably also learning a lot of things as you go because it was first time you're coaching a national team, that also an Olympic team. Yeah. You know, well, uh, being, a, <clears throat> you know, being, being a coach in a national team, uh, when you're in a small uh, national team, it's not the same like being. I remember our colleagues from the uh, for the French team; uh -huh. they were having 
let's say, a specialized careers. Some of them were the skimans, the, the people uh, in charge of uh, of, uh, of having the skis perfectly for the for the for the for the racers. Uh, mm-hmm. The next day, in our case, we were the drivers of the van. I see the coach and me. <laughs> okay. uh, we, we were going to the, the to the coach meetings to to discuss and also defend our our interests from the from the national team. We were preparing the skis for them to letting the skiers uh, being uh, more more relaxed and calm uh, in front of the of, uh, of the next race. And it was uh, like doing. All the time we had uh, duties to do, and it's uh, it was it was quite uh, quite demanding and amazing. You know, we were not sleeping very much uh, very much time. I, I think that, uh, that, that, that the average time we were sleeping was about five five hours a day. <laughs> oh wow, oh amazing! Yeah, it's like you didn't have a huge support team that maybe other big you know um, in a countries with larger budget or larger team size man yeah. but looks like you had a lot of fun you built some lifelong relationships and you know the, the value you saw uh, you know um, guiding those kids to this competition looks like say invaluable lessons that you learned that you're probably carrying throughout your life too now let's go back to a little bit about triathlete career like i am really intrigued and curious you competed at the national level when you're in the professional level triathlete how was it? Yeah. So you skiing to triathlete, like, what is the difference? Well, I think it's completely different. Uh, triathlon to ski. Uh, the the only thing that I that, that was in my background was uh, you know the training I had uh, when I was a kid of, uh, as a swimmer because I was swimming when I was a kid uh, as, as I mentioned, and also the time I I, I spent. On trainings with bicycle, with road bicycle, and also running. Mm-hmm. And but uh, alpine ski and triathlon is there. They have nothing in common. <laughs> something is, something yeah. is with us with the snow in the winter. Uh, for right. triathlon, you you need to have a warm or hot weather because you have to swim, then you have to cycle, and then you have to run, mm-hmm. and 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 I have to also to mention that uh, in this time of the history of triathlon in the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, triathlon was not the same that uh, that it, it is in this moment. Mm-hmm. I remember that we were uh, the ten kilometers after uh, when we were running the Olympic distance. That is one kilometer and a half swimming, then forty kilometers uh, on the bicycle and 10 kilometers run to, to finish the triathlon. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of us, we were running on 40 minutes, 38 minutes. And now when you see the competitions nowadays, uh, all triathletes are running the 10 kilometers in 32 minutes or 30 minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, the performance has increased that much mm-hmm. that uh, when... Uh, anybody told uh, tells me, uh, will you go back to triathlon and competing on triathlon? I say, no way. 
I can't compete in triathlon in a, in, a, in, 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 such, in such a level. Well, first of all, many years has uh, has gone through when, when I was competing on triathlon, and, and now I'm much older. And and when you're you're getting older, you cannot compete on a on a really international level. But mm-hmm. even the the best version of me mm-hmm. won't be uh, won't be doing nothing won't be won't be competing in a in a in a good level in a in a triathlon now, nowadays i i was not uh, the uh, a really good uh performing a triathlete uh, at an international level i had fun i went i went to european championships i had the option of having a, a medal on uh, on age groups on on, uh, on on a european championship that mm-hmm. was my my best record on triathlon it was 1999 in the, at the european championships uh, in madeira in portugal mm-hmm. and but nowadays uh, if you compare the 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 time my finishing time uh, on, on on madeira and any finisher not not the the first three finishers. Any finisher on the European Championship at the age group, I think maybe it will be, I don't know, the last or <laughs> or or, be, or behind the last one, <laughs> the last one in this moment. I see, I see. No, thanks for sharing that. That's definitely helpful. Now, you decided to continue or pick up running and continue with running, especially long distance running since 2012. And obviously you're pretty close wrapping up your six majors, which would be an awesome accomplishment for sure. Um, Looking at your background, you've always been athletic in, you know, alpine skiing to triathlete to long distance running. Um, I'm curious, like, how does, especially in terms of long distance running, right? How it has impacted you on all aspects of or different aspects of your life. I'm sure you get a lot out of it. That's why continuing, though you are getting older and maybe getting slower too, but you had getting a lot of out, getting a lot out of running. That's why you're continuing. What does it look for you? Like what you're getting well, out of running? Yeah. I, you know, uh, the, I think the, 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 the most important aspect I, I, I have to highlight about uh, about running and long distance uh, running is that uh, it's something that uh, makes me feel so happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh, many many days when you wake up in the morning, and usually I'm the first one to wake up uh, at home uh, during the summer summer holidays. I wake at six or half past five. That is not very useful. Uh, useful in uh, uh, nobody's uh, is uh, is getting the uh, getting up. Uh, is waking up this uh, this early in Spain. In Spain, when you wake up uh, early, you wake up uh, at seven. Uh, or when you're in hol- in holidays at nine, it's uh, let's say it's, it's it's quite early, and uh-huh. and then, but but you know. In my case, it's it's giving me uh, that much positive energy for the for my for the day and for my life that it's that it's not something that is uh, uh, making me feel that I have to cover those kilometers because if I'm not running those kilometers, I won't achieve my goal of going into a into a marathon. 
it's all uh, let's say it's all a path that I'm covering and I am and I'm enjoying every kilometer I'm I'm running mm-hmm. and and the marathon is there it's going to be a milestone in my life and it's a milestone that it's uh, that it's uh, helping me to to go to to the everyday running but I think that the the most important part of the whole pack is the happiness, the well-being you're feeling every day. That's uh, that's the most important thing. Great. That yeah, I think that's probably definitely can be a major reason why you will go out day in and day out and and train and run because you're getting that value out of it. Um, you mentioned a couple of times, you know how family is playing a critical role, right? And and you love to see kids at the finish line. Um, can you share a little bit about your support system? How does it look? You're chasing a lot of goals and it's probably a lot of time away from family, but how does your support system, I'm sure yeah. they are supporting in many ways. Yes, well, uh, I have from one side my family and from the other side I have my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say my sports friends, because I have uh, some friends that are cycling when I when I when I go cycling with them, mm-hmm. and the others that are running, we we well we we met each other running different races, and we have a WhatsApp group. Uh, we are not many many friends in in this WhatsApp group. We are about uh, 10, 12 friends, uh-huh. but all of us we are sharing our competition. Sometimes we are going into a competition together. Mm-hmm. And some other times we are cheering the one that is going into a marathon. Every time we have a, a marathon, uh, a major marathon or a, or another kind of marathon, we are uh, tracking the friend that is running there and we are cheering him all the way so when he gets to the finish line and gets to to get all the all the all the all the pack with uh, with the clothes and the and the and the mobile phone he gets mm-hmm. all the all the, <laughs> all the texts that we have been sending to him during his uh, his marathon and this is this is fantastic and and we are you know we are all uh, it's mandatory for the group to share a uh, let's say uh, a summarizing story about our experience before, during, and after the and after oh, the marathon, nice. and and we are writing the the story of the marathon uh-huh. every time we are all 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 the friends are running a, a marathon, and it's it's quite uh, quite uh, funny, and 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 it's also is giving us some tips and recommendations when we are going to run uh, a marathon that they had uh, that, that you you've never been in for mm-hmm. example in, in berlin i have two friends that were that uh, that were here were there in, in in berlin so they gave me some information uh, also in chicago uh, well uh, last week in chicago we had a friend that was uh, running in chicago and we text him okay then you go you, you must go and have a pizza there you must go after the, here to have a coffee you must go there and 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 please uh, uh, save some energy for medal monday because medal monday is something incredible and you have to uh, take your medal for a, for for a walk for a long walk on the on the street and and go and visit some shops and 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 also well, see everybody that is uh, 
is is with uh, is is taking the medal to for a, for for a walk and 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 feel the experience that is uh, that is something incredible. I really I'm I'm, re I'm really curious about Boston how it's going to how it's going to be because I think that uh, in in the three uh, majors in in America is going to be mostly the same like in Chicago because you're very passionate about uh, about sports about the people that is uh, involved in sports and 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 I'm sure that uh, Boston will be very close to the experience in in Chicago but well, yeah. uh, we, we we're talking about the supporting group sorry because uh, you yeah. know I'm, I'm so passionate that sometimes I, I go from one uh, one idea to to the other no worries continue and, yeah and i have those those friends uh, that we're having a really nice time sometimes we are training together not uh, you, uh, nowadays not not many times but we we try to have some some races and some trainings to, uh, together and and also sharing our feelings, how it's uh, going uh, the the week, and we are texting every, uh, every week. We are texting uh, at the WhatsApp group uh, many times. And from the other side, I have my family. My family uh, is is really supporting me on on this. They know that uh, running is uh, in this moment is my life. It's a very important part of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, even where, when I'm when I'm not competing against any, uh, anybody, I'm competing about, uh, against myself. Uh, every morning, I say every morning when I wake up and I see myself at the mirror, I say, "Okay, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> I'm gonna train him, <laughs> and, and, and I'm gonna push you to the to the to the very end of the training." And well, I'm gonna push you, but I'm, I'm, we're also going to have fun and we're going to be to be friends in the training. And and they know this that uh, that I need to go for my training. Uh, my wife usually uh, goes with me to all the all the marathons I'm uh, I'm running, and all my kids were coming to uh, when they were smaller. They were coming to all the marathons with me. So I had a let's say a club of fans of four kids and my wife that was coming to cheer me during all the all the marathons. Now they are grown up and. Sometimes it's not possible for them for their studies. So they're also working. Mm -hmm. And but what is uh, really curious is not the support, uh, say the the love they're giving me, the support they're giving me every every day and uh, in in uh, in all marathons. Even when I have not the best marathon, they say they are telling me, "Papi, Daddy, you are you are incredible. They are doing another another marathon and another one and another one." And it is, we are very proud of you. But nowadays, the, the third one that is 16 years old and it's going to become 17 next, uh, next month, the month of uh, November, is a really good athlete. And he, well, he competed on the first 10 kilometers officially because that, he was, uh, that he was allowed uh, last year. And he did a, a really good performance. He was selected to go into the international San Silvestre, that is the end of the year, uh, 10 kilometers uh, run in, in Madrid. Mm -hmm. And and he decided not to go with the professionals. He decided to, to go and run with me because he, he told me, you know, Daddy, you have been running so many times with me in so many competitions and supporting me that I prefer to go with you in this time and help, help you to go to the finish line. And now the story is completely the opposite that it was before. Uh, he's coming with me. He he went with me to the 10 kilometers race, and he was running with me, 
and supporting me and motivating me and cheering me. Come on, daddy, uh, let's go a little faster. We are, uh, I'm so proud about how, how you're doing. <laughs> but this is, this is a completely different story than it was in the past because I was, you know, I was pacing him. I was telling them, okay, you're doing uh, very well. You, you can go a little faster. And now the story is completely the, the opposite. And in Berlin, it was he that came with me to, to Berlin because my wife, couldn't come because uh, she had some uh, working uh, issues and she decided, okay, you, you go both together to, to Berlin. And he was running many times, coming to the circuit and supporting me running. Uh, uh, we were running side by side and then he was stopping and going to another point and, uh, and, and running again. I, I don't know how many kilometers he did. Maybe he did 30 kilometers or 35 kilometers because oh, wow. he was at the, you know, running from one point to the other and then running a little with your with your with your dad. But uh, also also the same like this uh, 10 kilometers race I, I mentioned, all the time supporting me, telling me, "Daddy, you're doing it uh, great." Uh, you don't you, you don't feel like you are you uh, you're struggling uh, now you're you're beating the marathon you're you're doing perfectly you are running fast uh, and I'm so proud about what uh, how you're doing and what you're doing uh, that you're you're the best dad in the in the world so this is this is uh, really really amazing having your kid that it's 16 uh, it's going to be 17 that has in his mind that his dad is not the uh, uh, only someone that was with him when he was a kid and now is stopping him from uh, some crazy idea that he could have like an adolescent, like a teenager. Mm -hmm. now, now he's uh, completely convinced about uh, uh, sports is good for the, for the human being. And, and I'm sure that he, he believes that uh, being in a sports environment family is something important something mm -hmm. important for for his uh, education uh, to get some really good va values for life mm -hmm. and and also this occasion of about being in berlin with uh, with me and and you know and and living the the experience of a of a major with uh, you know this this energy before right. we started uh, before we started the marathon that many people you know all of us we were friendly with with the others even you, in, you know, we, we were sharing the space with people we we have never met with right and we were all, all we were all feeling like friends right. and we were running we were running and we were not fighting against uh, each other we were having fun and yeah. the people that were were supporting us uh, at the public, all the all the people, all the families, all the friends that had come to see the the, the, the runners, and this is something really important in in life. I think this uh, atmosphere of peace, of uh, good relationship with uh, with the different people from all over the world, it's mm -hmm. also important. Uh, yellow people, black people, white people, uh, people from Asia, people from Europe, people from the uh, United States, people from uh, also from uh, Oceania, from uh, Australia, and all feeling friendly, all feeling good together, and all feeling happy. This is uh, something incredible, and, and I'm pretty sure that my, my son uh, had a, a really incredible experience as well. 
you know, uh, with that many people, uh, uh, let's say, yeah, it was about, uh, I don't know how many people, if we, if we, if we add the, the people that were involved uh, on racing and, and all the supporting people, mm -hmm. maybe 100,000 people yeah, I'm sure were, 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 yeah. were, were, were feeling the same. Yeah, yeah, because you're 45,000 runners and then pretty much your support system is there with you, your family, friends, and, you know, people who are chatting up and volunteers, organizers. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. well worth more than uh, 100,000 count. Yeah. And, and, and also volunteers, you know, I, I always thank the volunteers in, in all races because, you know, they, they support you. They're doing a, a magnificent uh, job. They are usually always happy about, with with all the people, always positive, and and it's uh, because without volunteers, uh, sports will disappear, and yeah. we we need yeah. the volunteers, and 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 it's uh, you know I have no words to express how grateful I, I am uh, for for volunteers all over the all, all over the races, yeah. and they play they a very critical that, role to you know work the the races to work as smooth as it seems like it's like seamless like okay you get water every boat you know you're guided through like they're all volunteers magic like that the magic behind is the volunteers for sure but i'm glad to see that you are passing the coaching button to your son uh which is amazing to see um but it is really fun chatting with you uh, and thanks for sharing your running journey and wish you all the best or Boston, uh, sorry, Tokyo, Boston, and then New York, and to get the six star um, for, for sure. So, all the best.